When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. And it is a constant work in progress, a constant practice, but I am enjoying that practice more and more because I am not looking to be perfect at all. What's up, beautiful people? Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Human to Human. Really excited to get into this episode. This conversation is going to be a six-month reflection. It is June, and I know we always do our end-of-the-year reflections, but for me, it's really important to stop mid-year and be like, all right, it's been the first six months of the year. What's been happening? What do I love? What do I not love? Where do I need to pivot? And have that conversation with yourself because there's no rule that we have to wait until December to do that. And there's also no rule that whatever we said in January has to continue throughout the year. So I'd love to do this reflection with you guys. I'm going to pose a few questions, um, also give you some of my feedback and reflections. Some I'm going to be doing in real time and some I've already reflected on. But regardless, I think this is a great exercise for us to do, for you to do, um, for you to share with your friends and family. And, you know, to just be able to check in with yourself in that June time and say, all right, how do I want the next six months to go? Because another thing I also strongly believe is just because you started some way, a certain way doesn't mean that's how you have to end. So you want to make sure that you take the time and that you deserve the time, remembering that you deserve the time to reflect within yourself of the experiences you've had and where you want to go. So let's jump into it. So the first question, now I'm mixing some of these, like some of the questions are going to come from reflections that I have. And another podcast that I'm a huge fan of is Jay Shetty's podcast on purpose. And there's a couple questions that he had that I was really, really obsessed with that he actually, he uses at the end of the year, but I chose to uh, reflect on in mid-year, as I said. So I'm going to tell you which ones those are as well, but let's get started. So one of the first ones is goals. Have I achieved the goals I set for myself at the beginning of the year? If not, what progress have I made towards them and what steps can I take to continue moving forward? So this is always a great first check-in, right? Like, what are my goals? What have I done thus far? How's it going? And what can I do to continue to move it forward? Um, for me, one of my big goals this year was to, you know, produce this season and have a really positive season to start in March and to go until June. And we are doing just that. In fact, we went a little longer, which I'm really proud of. I'm really proud of that. This is the longest season I've had. And, and I think since the podcast has started, actually. And so I'm very proud of that. And I really believe that these have been some fruitful episodes, some exciting episodes, some challenging, some um, reflective, all the things. And I've learned so much this year and I hope you have as well. So yeah, that was one of my really big goals of just making sure that in the beginning of the year, a season came out and went as long as it did. So really grateful for that. Um, the next one is accomplishments. What has made you the happiest thus far? What are some significant achievements so far this year and how do they align with your long-term aspirations and what lessons or insights have you gained? So one of my big accomplishments was to go to London this year and we're still in the year. So I do plan on going in August and I'm really excited about that. So that flight is booked. I'm still in the middle of like planning, but 
yeah, I'm really, really excited and looking forward to that experience. Um, another big accomplishment that I'm really, really happy of is, like I just said, was being able to produce about 17 episodes this season. And I'm just really proud of that. I know what it took behind the scenes. Uh, it was a lot of negotiating with myself, reprioritizing with myself, um, a lot of challenges as well as insights and gaining as a team leader, as a boss, as a person who's con constantly collaborating with people. And again, just what it takes to like put myself in this space. I am, I definitely pour a lot of love and a lot of myself into the podcast. So that was such a, something I am proud of and also learned through that of like, okay, this is where you gotta, you know, give yourself, give a little less. And this is where you, you have the capacity. You can keep going, which is why I said, this is one of our longest seasons, because even when moments I was tired, I'm like, this is so worth it. It's so worth it to pour into this podcast. So that's a really big accomplishment. Something I'm happy about as well as my flight to London. Um, yeah, those are things that made me really happy so far. I was in Nigeria earlier this year, which you guys know about that definitely jumpstart my year into a different um, just mindset of family and like just gave me even more clarity on my goals and why those are my goals because of who I want to serve and why I want to serve them. And I'm really, I think that really added to my aspirations and my achievements and my goals this year. So excited for that and seeing how that'll continue to transpire. Um, so what is the next one is what challenges have you encountered? I also add what surprises have you encountered and how did, did you handle them? How did I handle them? What lessons did I learn through these experiences? And if they are reoccurring challenges, how can I address them effectively moving forward? Yeah. So one of the challenges I experienced that was really tough was a team member quit mid season. And that is always, that's happened. I think that, hap that has happened before and it is a challenge every time. It is, I have gotten better at experiencing that challenge, but it's never easy. And, you know, I, I will say this time, I was so grateful to have my friends be able to, my tribe really um, be able to help hold space for me while that happened because they allowed me not to wallow or to even internalize that experience because, you know, when that person quit, they were quitting for their, you know, for their benefit, making sure that they were taking care of themselves, which is fine. But it was the timing and how they did it that was really disruptive for me that I was like, how do I handle this? And I'm very reflective in the sense of, I will look at myself and say like, how could I have done better? You know, was it something I said? Was there clarity missed? All of those things. And a friend of mine who is very honest with me, so I trusted her feedback when she said this, she was like, actually, you don't need to internalize this at all. This has nothing to do with you. This is literally about this person. And instead of taking a week to deal with it, it took me two days. I was like, wow, okay, you're right. Like I took my days to process on my own, but I didn't need to take like so much time to internalize it. I really appreciated that. And so shout out to my girl, Kyla and Precious, who both were really just beautiful reflections during that time and helped me see what was going on past, you know, my needed to reflect in that way. And just where was able to say, don't, don't internalize that. And that was really cool because it literally helped me like get over the hump earlier, but, or faster, but yes, it was a huge challenge, especially mid season, but we rise and we keep going. And so you definitely want to ask and talk through your 
challenges and surprises thus far in the past six months? What has been a challenge to you? How did you handle it? How can you analyze how you handle it? Did you like how you handled it? You know, would you handle it better or differently next time? And I love this part of like, if it's reoccurring, how would you do it differently? Um, That's just so important because if it's if it's something that you can, it's not necessarily control, but if you can foresee and if you can use the wisdom of your past experience to help you in the future or even in the present, that's the point of the experience. So just want to like add on to that and knowing that when you're analyzing that part, you are still recognizing that you went through the challenge, no matter how you handled it, you still went through it and there is room for you to do it differently. And I'll use the word better next time. Okay. Growth and development. In what ways have you grown or developed personally, professionally, or academically thus far? Um, What's the best book or podcast you've listened to? Have you acquired new skills, expanded your knowledge, embraced new perspectives? And how can you continue to foster your growth in this area? I love, 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 love growth and development. So this was a favorite reflection for me. So I have to highlight two books or three books that I've been reading that really, really impacted me over the past six months. One was Atomic Habits. That was such a beautiful book and helped me really like allow myself to be confident in the habits I was forming in the way I was experiencing like my productivity, my timing, my time management. It just was, it was beautiful and it was referred to me. So shout out to Rochelle for referring me that book. It's actually been in my vortex for a while. My friend Nerva also referred it to me. Um, and I had it on my list for a long time and finally read it and just such an enjoyment. So that was a great one. Um, I also read Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic and Oh my God, if you have not already checked out my social where I did a whole review on the book, please check it out on on Instagram at One Takes Days. I went in on this book. It was so good and it really, I need to read it again actually now that I'm saying it, but it just gave me such a light perspective on creativity and just so much confidence in magic and what this life is, what this reality is and how we experience our creativity and how there are ways to experience it other than like, the you know the tortured artist or the pain that we have to go through to create our create what we want it doesn't always have to be that and that book was so enlightening so shout out to my mentor daria burke who put that in my vortex love love that book um some podcasts i listened to that were super inspiring and encouraging to my growth and development were jay shetty's podcast how i built this um so jay shetty's is on purpose how i built this is by guy Raz. um those are two podcasts that i consistently listen to that I love. Um, I'm going to shout out Jenny Blake's podcast too. It's called Free Time. I really enjoy it. I think it's a really great, if if there are any entrepreneurs, business owners that are listening, it's a really great podcast on just optimizing your time, optimizing like the way you do your business, knowing, figuring out ways to get your time back. And every day I'm learning that more and more. And I think her, her podcast has been so helpful in that. Um, Yeah, I... I also, let's see, in terms of ways that I've grown developed personally, yeah, just being able to get over things faster has been a big thing that I am really proud of because I am a overthinker and naturally. And so learning when to think through something in detail, when to say, actually, you made up your mind, you don't really need to overthink about that, it's done. 
has been such a joy because it's taking me time. It's still a practice, but it is a practice that I'm enjoying more and more. Um, my perfectionism has been exposed multiple times, not only this season, but over the past two years. And it is a constant work in progress, a constant practice, but I am enjoying that practice more and more because I am not looking to be perfect at all. I'm looking to progress and to grow and to evolve into my highest self in this lifetime. And that is, once I had that as the forefront of my mind, so much of like my expectations and my my grace has been able to increase in terms of giving myself grace and others grace, you know, and being really open to being flexible. That is something that I'm always learning, like when to be flexible and when not to be, when to be stronger in whatever you you know want to accomplish or whatever your feelings are, your boundaries are, whatever that is. And so that I will say is a constant practice as well, just like learning when to be flexible and when not to be. Um, but it's been a growth and I've, I've significantly seen myself grow this year in that and in my expectations for myself, for others, and in my clarity and just constantly seeking clarity, giving clarity, being willing to be vulnerable, to get the clarity, all the things. Those are things I'm constantly working on and things that I've seen be so positive and just continuously to be transformative this year. So you definitely want to check in with yourself on how you've grown personally, professionally, academically. Um, when it says acquire new skills, I am 100% a fire producer um, as I do produce this podcast. Um, and I, I mean, along with other people, but I am so confident and becoming more and more confident in my skills as a producer and just like, yeah, trusting my gut, trusting what I see, trusting what I feel is important to say, to do, to express with our community, to um, give thought to, and that is continuing to be developed as we speak. And so I'm grateful for the experience, this home, to be able to do so. I, I want to continue to, yeah, it says, how can I foster growth in these areas? And I want to continue to foster my expertise in as a strategist, as a consultant in interpersonal relationships, in human experience, in terms of like human relationships. So my biggest mission is to deep, help you deepen your relationship with yourself and others. That is my goal. And I want to continue to foster my goal and that purpose through many skills. And the, that right now is actually what I'm in real time learning. So I'll hit you back at the end of the year with new skills that I've learned to to um, achieve and accomplish and put forth that purpose. But yeah, that is the purpose that is very clear to me. And so as I deepen the relationship with myself and then deepen my relationship with others, I hope to give you the tools to do the same. And that is what I am fostering within myself to be able to share that with you. So yeah. Really love that one. Um, and was a really that was probably one of my favorite reflections because I'm like, oh my God, what did you learn? How'd you grow? <laughs> so, okay, so next is habits and productivity. What habits have contributed positively to your progress? Are there any habits or behaviors that have hindered your growth? And how can you enforce positive habits and replace or modify negative ones? So love this reflection. I love all the reflections, but love this reflection as well as you are able to see, okay, what is working and what's not working and confronting it without judgment or shame. Remember, this reflection is not to intend to make you feel bad or to make you feel like you're not doing enough or you, you've missed the mark. None of that. It's just literally just to see where you're at and see where you want to go. So make sure that when you are reflecting through this stuff, you are not you're reflecting while looking at yourself instead of like judging yourself. So one of the habits that I have, I have been so surprised at that I did not know I was planning on implementing in this way is going to bed and prioritizing my sleep. I sleep at 8.30. 
on a great day, on a great week, I sleep at 8.30 and I'm up at 4.30. I had a lot of sleeping. I had a, a lot of nights where I slept at 8.30 and woke up at 4.30 and was like, just impressed every time. I'm like, this is you now? Like, when did you start doing that? Now, of course, there are, are days that I have not been able to do that, but I have so much grace for myself because I've seen myself do it. I know that I can. And so if I didn't, that means I really just either couldn't or I had to reprioritize something else or renegotiate something else with myself in terms of timing. But that has been an incredible habit, especially while producing this season of just like sleeping early and, and prioritize my sleep and putting myself first in that space. So yeah, I had never used Do Not Disturb until this year. <laughs> I had literally never even used it on my iPhone. So using Do Not Disturb, having my sleep go off at, you know, start winding down at 7.45, have my face washed, like, you know, did my whole routine. And by eight o'clock, I'm literally like winding down, trying to read a book. That was crazy. I didn't even know I could do that. And the fact that I've done it and seen myself do it, I don't want to give it up. So that has been a habit that I have thoroughly enjoyed and thoroughly been so just so proud of and has really benefited me. So I would love to share that with you. If you have the capacity to do that, I've been trying to join the 5am club for years. And this was my first year, honestly, successfully doing that as consistently as I have. So I'm just, I'm really proud of that growth. And I hope to continue that habit and, you know, and also knowing that the moments I'm not able to do it, accompany it with grace and not allow it to be something that I start now like judging myself for or shaming myself for because I wasn't able to do it. So that's the balance of incorporating a new habit, recognizing when we're allowed to pivot, when we are giving ourselves too much space, um, when we're saying, okay, actually get back to the habit, don't fall off. And I think that also was nurtured while reading the book, um, Atomic Habits. So suggesting that once again, uh, yeah. Let me see. It says how behaviors that have hindered my growth. Hmm. I mean, I think overthinking is the is the only thing I, that comes to mind in terms of hindering growth. Overthinking is always like, you're annoying. <laughs> you know, sometimes I do it because I feel it does benefit me in some ways, but you know, other times it does not. And so I just... I just am constantly like negotiating with myself about when it's time to fully think through something and when it's time to just let it go. So that's something that would come to mind. Um, yeah, the next one would be values. Now this is, I named it values because when we talk about how we spend our money and our time, that is a direct correlation of our values. And this was one of the ones that I mentioned that Jay, I got from Jay Shetty's podcast that I was really impressed by and I wanted to bring it to my audience here. What is something that you bought this year that you are proud of? So again, it was a reflection that he had at the end of the year. So we're gonna use it for the our six month mark. What's something that you've bought thus far that you are proud of? So for me, all the, if you are listening, you won't be able to see this, but the set behind me, um, I bought like new things in my apartment to create a set and an environment that I think really nurtures the podcast and nurtures like my space when I'm not recording. And I'm really, really happy with this purchases, these purchases. I bought like this beautiful, um, okay, I actually don't feel like describing everything, but like, let's just say, um, it's just, it's a beautiful wall of like, for me to put my candles and my crystals and like the human to human um, 
a card. We have a card, by the way. Check it out at hustleandhope.com. Um, it's a greeting card and, you know, my flowers and things like that. And it's just so cute. It's so cute. And it makes me so happy. And I'm so proud to have done that. It literally felt like a DIY day. And I was like, oh my God, you have not had time to do this in a while. And I was just really happy. So investing into the show in any way I can always makes me feel really proud and feel happy. And so I would say that's something I've bought that has been great. I think also investing in people, more people this year, having a post-production team, having operations director, like investing in those things um, and those people was, was such a benefit and something I'm also really proud of, putting my money where my mouth is, continuing to do that. So yeah, just like Though those investing in that and my health, um, I've bought a lot of like new health supplements, um, everything from like my elderberry, my burdock root, um, my spirulina, like things that just nurture me and um, my hibiscus tea, um, all of those things that I just continue to like learn research. I, my cousin, Cindy Davis, she's been on the podcast before I consider her a guru in my life. Um, she's really, really well well-versed in health and just, you know, herbs and things to help, you know, keep us healthy while we're on this planet. And so I go to her a lot for her wisdom and her advice. And I feel so proud that I, she'll say like, Hey, check this out if you're looking for this. And I will make that purchase. Like I will not hesitate because I want to invest in my health. That is really important to me. So these are some purchases I've made that I'm really proud of. I think sometimes we spend money, we feel guilty about it. We feel like I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done this. And I'm like, no, what about the things you spent money on that you are really proud of? So make sure you think about that when you're reflecting on that question. And those are some things that for me, I'm really proud of. Relationships. How have your relationships with your family, friends, and colleagues evolved during this period? Have you invested enough time and effort into nurturing those relationships? And are there any relationships that you should reprioritize or improve on? Whew. So, I mean, you know, human to human is all about deepening the human connection and deepening the human relationship. So I am doing this at all times as best as I can, but I will say this the first six months of this year, I did have to confront that in order for me to invest in myself, I couldn't invest in all my relationships at the same level. And that took a lot of practice and a, and a bit of pain to just like understand and honor that because I love showing up for my people. I have an amazing tribe, um, my family and my friends. I, I adore the people that God has put in my life. And so I, it is very important for me to be able to show up for them. And I have a goddaughter and a precious new goddaughter and I have like four younger siblings and I have these dope parents and I have really great friends and I, I cannot say that I invested in every single relationship at the same level at the way I would have liked to but I what I will hope to say is that I provided clarity in those relationships I did my best to communicate where I was at and what I was working on and what I was focusing on and why you know I wasn't able to show up physically in certain spaces but how I will do that later. And I, I hope and trust that in those relationships, there is room for me to you know, show up later. And I, I believe there is based on, again, our communication styles and what I was willing to say in the beginning, knowing, okay, this time is gonna require me to be in bed at 8.30 at night, which means I'm not gonna be available for a phone call at nine o'clock, or I'm not gonna be available to talk to you at certain times because I have to prioritize my sleep or I have to prioritize my self-care at this time. So I did have a lot of those conversations. And although while I was having them, I was like, God, like first I was like, am I doing too much? But no, you're not doing too much when you're communicating where you're at. And then secondly, I was like, can I, you know, make this up to this person? I felt a bit of guilt in certain areas, but 
you know, that is a work in progress, just recognizing that guilt is a wasted emotion and there's no need for guilt. It's really all about just like communication and recognizing that what you were saying you need to prioritize at that moment is productive and is worth it and not to shame or guilt yourself out of that because of, you know, because you want to do it all because we're not machines, you know, we're human. And so as humans, we can only do so much of some, so many times, but it's important to reflect on a question like this so that you can see, okay, where do I want to nurture my relationships? Where can I, you know, pick the ball back up? Where can I pass the ball? Where can I ask more questions? Where can I get more curious? And so I will say for the next six months, I definitely, I, I'm going to take a month off and I'm looking forward to that. And I want to spend that time, you know, just getting back to some of my friendships, checking in with my God, checking in, <laughs> hanging out with my goddaughter, checking in, <laughs> um, hanging out with my goddaughter more, um, making sure I'm there for my siblings, my family, my friends, and just like showing up as best as I can. I think it's always a work in progress. And to be honest, I want to spend some more time nurturing my relationship with myself. I did spend a lot of time doing that this first six months, but it was a lot of it what required me to, you know, save up energy to pour into my work. And so the next six months, I really want to save up energy to just pour into myself. And so I will be honest, that's actually still going to be a priority for the next six months. And I'm really excited about that and looking forward to having, you know, that time. So next one is well-being. How have you taken care of your physical, your mental, and your emotional well-being? Have you practiced self-care consistently? What adjustments can you make to prioritize your well-being for the better? Now, I think we can always be working on this. I'll speak for myself first. I can definitely be working on this. I will say my emotional health was nurtured based on the relationships that I, I have and that I was able to ask for what I need in those relationships. And I feel really grateful for those friendships and relationships that helped me nurture that. Um, I feel like, you know, being able to ask for help, being able to ask for a space to, you know, be vulnerable, to express what you're going through, what you're, what's, you know, what's plaguing you, what you're trying to figure out is so healthy. And I think I did have room for that. I will say my physical health, probably not as much. I definitely had a few days where I'm like, you didn't go outside. <laughs> and so I, I'm noticing, I'm, I'm aware of it and I am doing my best now to incorporate my daily walks again and incorporate a lot more like just outside time that doesn't require me being in front of a laptop or doing a call or things like that. And you know, that's the work, that's the balance of, of working towards something that you really love while still making sure to nourish yourself at the same time. And so I definitely want to invest more into my physical health and my mental health. I think it's always really important. I think there's there's never a ceiling for that. And I definitely could invest more into my mental health. Um, I had a week earlier this year in LA where I just took like a week off and invested. I did invest in my physical health, did some, um, I had never done float therapy before. That was an amazing experience. Again, check out my social media on on Instagram where I do a video about what my first float experience was like. That was really cool. Shout out to Paw Studio in LA. Um, and so like, I want to do more experiences like that as well as mental health, um, having more space for reflection, having more space for me time, having more space to not really think about anything, not really do anything or think that anything needs to be done. That's something I want to work on this next six months. I am really intentional with my time and really intentional with like what I am doing, but you know, there are room, there is room to constantly give yourself grace, constantly give yourself space and constantly give yourself like moments of just like nothingness 
of calm, of complete calm. And that is something that I want to invest more in um, as well. So overall, always more investments to be in those spaces. So definitely want to check in with yourself on like, how have you done with those things this past six months? Are there places that you want to improve more specifically? Is it a holistic improvement? Um, and how can you do that? And who can help you stay accountable as you do that? You know, that is not a uh, journey that you have to walk through alone. I definitely feel like, um, this season, I was able to get help from my operation director, shout out to Ebony, who was able to just help support me in that way and, sh and kind of be a mirror effect in where I did need to support myself more and how she was like, okay, I honor how you, you know, put your show or, you know, your purpose or what you're working towards in front of you. But I also want you to honor yourself in the process. And so I had to I, I I'm appreciative of that reflection because there were moments that I was like, oh, I didn't even think about it like that. Like investing in myself is productive and inve and investing in what I needed to do and in my rest is productive. I never saw it as productive. I just saw it as like needing this, but just want to share that with you that it is productive to invest in your rest. It is productive to invest in your well-being. It is productive to do have do nothing sometimes. All of those things are productive. And so, I hope that is as helpful to you as it was to me. Okay, lessons learned. What valuable lessons have I learned from experiences thus far? And how can I apply these lessons to enhance my future decision-making and actions? Mm. Okay, this is going to be a real-time reflection. Wow, I'm always learning something. I think constantly seeking clarity is a, is a reflection I'm always learning or a lesson I learned. Um, just knowing when to seek clarity how to ask better questions in your business relationships and in your personal relationships. I'm always learning how can I ask better questions because that leads to better clarity. And so that's a lesson I learned this year or I've learned thus far. Um, I've also learned that I am very willing to, what's the word? Yeah, compromise. Compromise is the word because there were a lot of moments that required me to compromise that I didn't actually know that I had it in me until I had it in me. And I was like, oh, you have it in you. Great. And it's mostly just of like, you know, we're talking business in this particular moment, but yeah, where there are moments to compromise, where there are moments to let go and how and when to do that, learning the lessons of how and when to do that and how to communicate that like, you, okay, this is something that I really need and this is something I don't. And then learning when it's necessary to say anything and when it's not, when it's, when it's necessary to add grace without saying anything, let your actions add the grace versus like your words adding the grace. And then when it's necessary to say, okay, actually what I need is really important and that needs to be at the forefront of this conversation. So that I've learned the, the dance between grace and grit. I will say the dance between grace and grit has definitely been a valuable and um, an impactful lesson thus far. And I'm continuing to learn that lesson, continuing to practice in that. Um, I also learned, and you'll hear it on my podcast episode with Daria Burke, my conversation with her, um, imposter syndrome means nothing. It's stupid. We should all get rid of it. It is irrelevant. What is imposter syndrome? I won't even answer that right now. Check out that episode with Daria Burke and you will hear that it is absolutely nothing. But you want to hear exactly how she broke it down, y'all, because it changed my life forever. And I cannot wait to continue to practice the words that she said on this um, on that episode. So please check out that episode because another thing I learned is imposter syndrome means nothing. Okay, so let's see if I have any other things I wanted to bring up. Um, oh, I will say another one is what are your blind spots for the next six months? What's something that you like 
you know, you you don't have the exact details of the the unknown is going to be in front of you. I will say that I am absolutely walking into a season of unknown. One of the biggest goals I had this year was completing this season. And now that we're coming to a close, I'm like, okay, you did it. So I have a few, as I add more, um, add more to my career aspirations regarding um, being an expert in um, interpersonal relationships and deepening relationships with ourselves and others and how I want to contribute to other people's fields in that way. I'm also walking into the unknown of how this will transpire. Um, I also recognize that I am so excited to go to London this year at the end of the year um, or in August, but I also have never been to London. So that is a blind spot. I have no idea ex what to expect. Um, I have nothing but excitement towards the experience, but I'm also like, you don't know exactly what to expect and that is an unknown. And so just recognizing some of your unknowns and not like shoving them away or allowing them to make you feel afraid. These are the blind spots I have. These are the things I'm unsure about. These are the things that I'm walking into the unknown and talk and chucking it up to the universe because part of our experience is being comfortable with the things that we don't know, being comfortable with the things that we're curious about and not necessarily needing the answer in the exact moment, being willing to say, okay, here's the question. Now I'm going to live to get the answer. And that is what I'm walking into. And so recognizing within yourselves, what are a few things that you're walking into where you're going to be walk, walking out the question and like, that's how you'll find the answer. So I think that's a really important reflection because it gives you space and grace between the thing you think you need to know and the thing you're actually about to learn. Um, yeah, you you actually in between that is just life and experience and like trust, trust in God, trust in the universe, trust in yourself, trust in this experience. And so as I'm saying it to you, I'm also talking to myself because wow, that that's it, just walking in the trust. And so with that said, based on your reflection, what specific actions can you take in the next six months to achieve your goals, to make further progress? Are there any areas where you need to adjust your priorities to refocus your progress? What can you track um, and how can you hold yourself accountable? So these are really, really like amazing closures of the conversation and also of the reflection in general, because yeah, how can you hold yourself accountable for the things that you want to do for the remainder of the six years? Who can help you do that? And what habits can you, you know, reprioritize or repractice to allow you to, to help keep yourself accountable. Um, for me, it's about, you know, expressing some of my goals to my closest friends and asking them to help keep me accountable. Um, you know, having, the books and the and the different things that pour into my personal growth and my spiritual growth to help nurture me and to be on standby for when there are moments that I'm like, okay, maybe I'm in some doubt right now, or maybe I'm in some confusion or I'm sitting in the unknown. You know, how can I also cultivate moments where my meditation is like a part of my daily practice? I that is one thing like I really don't negotiate with anymore. I love my meditation. If I even if I can get in five minutes, ten minutes, whatever it is, it's so important to me. So just keeping that habit going and allowing that to be my moment of quiet time and going into myself to also recognize that like everything is working for us and not to us. So that is another thing that allows me to walk confidently into the unknown, even though it can be very scary. So I'm not, I want to make it clear that I recognize how scary it is. Um, but yeah, so what are, what are some other, what are some of the specific actions that you can take to achieve your goals in the next six months? So yeah, just writing through, writing that down, recognizing 
through this reflection, through all the questions that you ask yourself, take your time when doing this reflection. Feel free to pause. If you listen to this in August and you need to reflect, reflect. Don't feel like because you didn't listen to it at the six month mark, you've missed the mark. You have not. It doesn't matter when you hear this episode, please take the time to reflect on these things and to give yourself the space to really like listen to yourself through the answers that you come up with, through the questions that you ask yourself. And then that use that to come up with specific action items on how you can move forward in the next you know few months ahead of you in this moment it's the next six but whenever you listen to it use this to help you see like what the time in front of you will hold and how you can you know use this reflection to um to yeah achieve achieve your goals and so I am going to be doing the same and I as of now I think what comes to mind is being comfortable and confident to manage my calendar a month ahead and be confident to renegotiate when necessary and reprioritize when necessary. That's one of the specific actions that I can take. Um, Another one is to continue to prioritize my sleep and not to give that up. Um, I'm going to be doing some future thinking when it comes to the next season of the podcast. And I'm really, really excited about that. So prioritizing time and time blocking to do so and to do so with peace and not to feel rushed by any goals and recognizing that there are some things that I have to move to next year. And there's some things I want to focus on for the rest of this year. That's another thing, being willing to renegotiate with, you know, the laundry list you might've created at the top of January and say, okay, actually, now that I've reflected on what's happened in this past six months, what's actually a 2024 goal and what's still a 2023 goal? So that's a big action item for me that I'm going to um, you know, take the rest of my reflection and do and say, okay, let me move some things around and what's actually something that still I want to get done within this six months because it you know, contributes to my long-term goals or the short-term goals of the next six months. So those are a few ways that I'll be doing that. Um, I'm really looking forward to your reflections. If you want to share any of them with me, feel free to leave a comment here under the podcast to come to my social. You can check me out at One Take Stace, O-N-E-T-A-K-E-S-T-A-C-E. You can also check us out on Human to Human with Stacy Ike on Instagram. Um, please feel free to send me a message about your reflections, what you're working on, what questions resonated with you, um, where you're, yeah, what you're looking forward to for the rest of your year. I'm so excited to see how this episode impacted you as it has definitely impacted me. I enjoyed being able to talk this out with you because I'm like, okay, like you can see what you've done. You can see what you want to work on. You can see where you want to go. And then we can also feel understanding and comfortable as comfortable as we can with the unknown because there are there is room for surprise there is room for magic there is room for things that we have no idea and haven't even thought about yet so leaving room for all of that and getting excited because knowing that everything is working for us is the icing on the cake so we don't have to worry so anyway i share that with you hoping that it inspires you encourages you and lifts you up as you move through the rest of this year um sending you lots of love thanks so much for listening to another episode of human to human and talk to you and see you very soon if you enjoyed this episode please subscribe rate leave a review and while you're at it share this with someone you love or just someone you like as long as you share it Stay connected between episodes and follow us on Instagram at human to human with Stacey Ike. That's the number two, not the word two. You can also check me out at One Take Stace. I'm your host, Stacey Ike. And remember, curiosity is the pathway to consciousness. So let's take the next step together. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. 
or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.